Welcome to episode 196 of the Black Equity Podcast. Man, 196. We got to do something special for 200. So if you have any really great ideas, send in a voice message over on the Anchor app. You can find us by searching Black Equity Podcast. Send us a message, a voice message of any ideas you have. Or if you want to be on the show for the episode 200, send us a message uh, through Instagram at Black Equity Network. And let's figure out what we can do something, you know, something special for the culture um, on episode 200. Let's figure out what we can do. In the meantime, I've had uh, the honor to sit down with one of my favorite black owned companies, Netter Gold, with uh, Michael uh, Nightwing. We were able to sit down and have, uh, I believe, uh, a next level conversation about business, about culture, about movies, just about life. And that's really what I love about this podcast. It's not a whole bunch of, you know, let's explore just the business side. I really want to get to know people and document, you know, on this time on earth, what were we, what were we learning? What did we grasp? What was the wisdom that we picked up? And so it's a different type of way of looking at business. It's not all just numbers and, and, uh, and just looking at, you know, the revenue and the, the expenses and how much money do you make? And I really want to know, let's get to the roots. You know, let's get to the roots of how it all starts. And I believe the best way to get to the roots is to sit down and plant that idea. So what we're going to do today is we're going to sit down with Michael Nightwing of Netter Gold. And we're going to dive deep into the subconscious mind of a business owner. Enjoy. Right, Black Equity listeners, we're here for another great episode. With me, we have Michael Nightwing of Netter Gold. Michael, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for coming on Black Equity. I know a lot of people are excited about hearing your story. For those who don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Well, my name is Michael Nightwing. I'm 29 years old. I'm a Washington, D.C. native, and I run a body care brand called Netter Gold. Uh, we specialize in customized body care products, uh, oil-infused wooden combs, um, baby stuff because I just had a kid, so you know, expanding out to that. Congratulations! Mm, thank you, thank you. And uh, our You're main goal is to mainly um, you know, make money to give back to the community. So we're trying to uh, raise money this time to give away coats and socks. My wife wanted to do so. It's our next venture. And I, I, I appreciate the humility. Uh, I believe that you have some of the best products on the market. Uh, I have. I'm just being honest. I've, I've bought the uh, what is it? The big ass comb is is that the name of it? The epic ass jumbo comb. You know. Okay. Yeah. And, and I got I got the big one. I got the big comb. And I got uh, your body wash. I have. I bought a toothbrush. Oh. I bought a face cream. You went shopping. I bought. I bought the beard growth oil. Uh, so I, I believe you have some of the best products uh, out there. What inspired uh, this vision of, of putting out these great products? Well, long story short, I actually started um, an old girlfriend, and uh, she had like body scrubs in her shower. 
and like around the sink and stuff. So I used some and I was like, man, this stuff feels amazing. Like I feel pampered. Right. So then it kind of gave me a flashback to uh, I got a foot massage, like a pedicure when I was in Seattle, Washington, because um, I did a bike trip from Baltimore, Maryland to Seattle, Washington. And it was like the whole thing was to raise money for cancer patients, give it away along the trip and stuff. We were for an uh, organization called the 4K for Cancer. And mm. uh, my buddy Graham and I, at the end, he paid for us to get pedicures. Wow. And it was fantastic. Like, I was like, what? This right, is right. Back to that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, we went to the store, went to like TJ Maxx, whatever it was. I went and just bought like $100 were like all the ones I could find, all the stuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, I use them all the time, like probably twice, right. twice a day, maybe, like whatever. But I use them too much. Um, and then I started looking at the ingredients because my skin started to like dry up and flake. And that doesn't happen to me like at all. Right, right. And, and, I looked at the ingredients like, man, these ingredients are trash. Like, what is this? It was like red number 42 and blue. <laughs> like the same stuff that's in Skittles is what I was putting on my skin. I was wow. Like, oh, God, this ain't it. So you know, long story short, I was like, all right, let's start making, let's try making our own just for us. Used it, used it. I think she let a friend of her use, use some and I used some. No, a friend of mine used some. And they were just like, oh, this is nice. And I was like, oh, well, looks like I can sell this. Right. Yeah, I'm a more of a salesman, I guess, than a uh, body care body care connoisseur. So I was like, I can make this happen, and that was that was about it. Just flip forty bucks into a couple thousand over the years, I guess. And so you you decide, hey, I'm going to have natural products. Is, is was that the, a conscious decision to go in that direction? Yeah, because I, I just didn't like the like the ingredient list. I hated the ingredient list. I said, you know what? I need something better for myself, and I need something better for other people because this stuff just is trash. Like, I don't know what blue number forty nine is, right? Yeah. I don't know what that is. You, I don't know what that does to my skin because um, you know a lot of like body scripts you get from the store have these beautiful colors. Like if you go to, like the Bath and Body or something, these beautiful colors, like this nice fluorescent teal with like this really deep red color and just looks really pretty. It's gorgeous, but it's trash. It's like beautiful trash. And I was like, yeah, it's not going to work. So I want to make natural products for people because you, you have natural skin. So why are you using artificial things on your natural skin? Something just doesn't add up. It's it's doesn't, it doesn't, to me, it just doesn't add up. Now, I'm sure a lot of stuff works for people, but in the long run, what are these chemicals that you're putting on your skin doing to your body? Because your body, right. you know, absorbs like 60% of what you put on your skin. So if you're putting on this stuff, you didn't put it on for like 10, 15 years, the same, you know, saying that you like it, but what is it, what has it been doing to your body over those years? Like right. study um, with, what is it, um, deodorant with aluminum in it, you know? And a lot of women were getting breast cancer. Some men too were getting breast cancer. Yeah, they found out it came from the your body absorbing that aluminum going into, you know, causing like cancerous cells. Have, have you seen the movie uh, um, Logan, the Wolverine movie? The last no, I, ha- I haven't seen that one. Uh, go ahead, go uh, ahead with your reference. I don't want to spoil it, man. No, no, go ahead. Okay, okay. So he dies right at the end of okay. it. Wolverine dies, okay. and he dies because the adamantium, you know, from his bones, like his skeleton and stuff. Mm-hmm. The adamantium is metal that was put in his body uh, by Dr. Stryker. So even though Wolverine's body can heal and all this other stuff, that metal, the adamantium that's in his body is killing him because it's, it's not a natural, you know, occurring mm-hmm. in his body. 
You know? Right. Like you know a lot about Wolverine by any chance? Uh, I'm more. I think I'm more of a DC. They're not DC, right? They're Marvel, right? Marvel, you're killing me, man. But yeah, yeah, it's Marvel. It's Marvel. <laughs> I, I grew up on Batman. I'm sorry. Me, me too. I, you know, I have Batman tattoo and a whole bunch of Batman stuff. But the, so the thing with Wolverine is like he can you know, heal and stuff, but he has um, bone claws. So over top of the bone yeah. claws, the metal, and that's like an alien metal in his body. It literally came from space. Right. So it's, uh, I, knew, I knew that much. I knew that much. Yeah. So it's like that stuff is causing him to die. And that's what happens in the movie. Um, and of course, he had them, them claws in for like a couple hundred years, you know, because he was really old. So right. it, it took him a while because his body was healing. So when you come back to the deodorant, these other, other artificial ingredients you're putting in your body and putting into your body, what is that stuff doing to you in the long run? Mm. You just don't so, know. You don't know because it's so small and it just happens over the years. Like, what's happening? So you you start off with a foot scrub, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So um, started out with three body scrubs. Okay. Yeah, three body scrubs. Um, was it vanilla? No, jasmine, coconut, uh, something lavender. I can't remember the other one. And we started with those three in 2015, January 2015. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And so it it. it Obviously, it works. People are interested in it. At at this time, do you have a brand around it, or is it just you know here's the here's the body scrub? Did you already have the name of the company already in mind? Where, where did that part come from? Of let me expand into a, a full fledged company. So once I found out the stuff was actually enjoyable by other people, because um, I always like my own stuff. Like I love my own cooking, but I guess some people don't like it. My wife, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, once I found out more people liked it and stuff, uh, gave a demo to, it was a store in H, like H's in Henry Street in D.C. And mm-hmm. the guy was like, I like it. And the lady, his wife was like, I like it. You all should sell it here. We're doing a grand opening for our organic store, yada, yada, yada. So, like, okay, bet. So, came up with a name, filed for the uh, you know tax ID number, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Threw up a website and Got it popping, and that was it. You know, just like this is it. He was like, um, what was it called? Store Envy, or it was like a sales platform, some similar to Etsy and stuff. This right. was before Shopify, I think, really started making its way out there, and uh, WooCommerce was still kind of a thing. And used that and was like, bet here we go. And yeah. How long ago was this? Is this that was two five January uh, like fifteenth? Okay, fifteen, yeah. Okay, was, oh, that, that, so we're looking at three to four years here. Yeah, so started making it um, in 2014, like the end, mid end of 2014. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, you've come a long way in just a short amount of time. So you start off with these three different products, and it's expanded into. I mean, how many product product offerings do you have now? Uh, a lot. I don't. I like. <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah, like maybe like well, maybe like five, six variations of scrubs. About like eight variations of creams and butters. It, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Um, I like doing stuff. I'm a very hands-on, do stuff kind of person. So I kind of just get ideas and just go with it. And no one can tell me no because it's my stuff. So I'm like, I do what I want. And That's true. The best part is do what I want and just. I've, I've seen uh, some of the videos on YouTube where you're, you're you know, sitting there. And you're actually showing. Uh, that you're you're making a particular cream or making a particular uh, oil, uh, and I think it's fascinating. 
Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think it's fascinating to see all these natural products be blended together. Uh, and then, of course, actually work uh, to, uh, for me, purify the, the body and in many ways, purify the soul. Thank you. Um, yeah, like one, one of the things I remember watching a lot as a kid was the um, How It Works, I think it was. Mm-hmm, yeah. Show like show like oh how it's made. That's what it was. I used to watch that a lot. So I was like, well, I want to show the transparency of how the stuff is made. Like, of course, not the formula exactly and all the measurements and stuff, but show people that you know what you're getting, what it says on the label is what you're getting. Um, because there's a lot of companies and they make natural care products, but you'll see at the end it'll say like fragrance or perfume or essential oil blend. And I get it; they're trying to protect their, you know, uh, what's before, but I guess they're their signature scent i'm guessing but like if you're allergic to orange right like orange essential oil oranges in general and one of their mixes in their essential oil blend is orange and you use it you're gonna have a breakout Um, right and because their lack of transparency that can cause you issues and that was one of the things i I didn't want because that'll just ruin your whole day you know you order something and you're allergic to something in there but you didn't know you well you knew you were allergic to orange but they didn't tell you and maybe you didn't inquire about it or they didn't tell you. And it's just like, ah, and I, I can really just ruin the, the spirit, you know, just really kill your vibe, especially with a small company because you feel as though, yeah. like being a small business, it's already an uphill battle and having that type of energy behind it, you know, that not that lack of transparency can definitely cause people a lot of issues. Some stuff people don't need, people are nosy, but some stuff people don't need to know, like where I buy everything from, but, Right. I think it's important that they know what's going in their stuff. Yeah, on every label, you literally write out, you know, every single ingredient, no matter how big or small the amount, you literally have it on every single label. I definitely appreciate it. So I, thank you. Thank you. It's just, it's important. Like some people will message and order something and ask to leave out like one of the uh, essential oils or change the butter out with something else because they're allergic. And I don't want right. to... You know, I don't. I don't want to be like, well, you can. So of course, if you want to swap out, you can swap out. It may take you a little bit longer for me to make it because you know, I make everything by hand. But I got you. It'll be the way you want it. So every single thing that's ever come from your store, you you are the person that has physically touched and made that product. I'm not gonna say everything. Like I'm not gonna say everything. Okay. Like the combs, I can't make that great. Like that good. Like my woodwork is okay, but it's not the greatest. So right, right. a professional to make them a lot better than I am. But right. like, pretty, much, pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, like a good 98% of everything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Let's talk about those cones real quick. Which one? Because I think one of the ways I found uh, found your brand and heard about you was this idea of wood versus plastic. Right? Oh, yeah. What, what, what's the, and so I found this video and I said, wow, I've been using plastic all this time. And so you break down in this video uh, the differences. And so just to give a, a, a sample, what, why should we be using, in your opinion, wood over plastic? And what allows your cones to be superior to those who, who don't use wood? Okay, so plastic cones are cheaper. Um, they're easier to come by. You can find them in a dollar store, in a beauty supply store. Um, but cheaper doesn't always mean better or doesn't even mean good, really, because if it if the comb costs you a dollar, then it's probably made of material made of like 10 cents worth of material. Um, right. Plastic, like, so everything on this planet is natural. It starts in a natural form, right? 
like everything has to come somewhere from this planet. But then once it gets changed around chemically and stuff, it makes its way to other stuff. So plastic started out natural somewhere along the line. It was a natural, you know, material, like, right? Like a rubber tree or something. And now it's the plastic you have now, but the plastic can conduct static electricity. So when you're using it, you're using it in your hair and your beard and stuff like that. As you're combing through, it's a little bit of static electricity. Now, I know you've done the uh, like the balloon thing with latex balloons when you were a kid, like rubbing your head and sticking on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right? Because the whole, that's static electricity. So right. as you're combing through your hair, you can cause static electricity and static can cause breakage. So as you're combing through, you know, detangling, you may be causing breakage in your hair. I can tell you my split ends and stuff come in my beard whenever I sleep on my couch. Like whenever I sleep on the couch, Mm. right that's when I get split ends because you know I have the baby and stuff so sometimes like we'll pass out on the couch and I have yeah. a really big like strip of satin that I usually throw down when I'm like ready to fall asleep on the couch but I forget then it's game over and I wake up and there will be a lot of split ends and those split ends comes from like rubbing my face against like the cotton that's in the, yeah. on the thing and then whatever like a little bit of plastic may be around because there's like plastic stuff like on the couch and stuff like that um so just using like a plastic comb causes can cause split ends and breakage. And then another thing when it comes compared to wood is plastic is it doesn't there's no pores in it. You know, there's no it doesn't breathe. So as you're using it, any oils you have in your beard or that you're putting on doesn't transfer throughout the entire you know hair strand. Um, because wooden combs have pores in them. I mean that's, that's I've back and forth gotten to with numerous people when they're like, wood doesn't have pores. I'm like it does. Have you ever spilled red wine? On a wood mm-hmm. what color is that floor now? It's red. All right, it's stained. Right. That's how you stain wood. You can only stain something that has pores because the pores absorb that uh, material, that liquid material. So the pores that are in wood and the pores that are in my wooden combs, as you're combing through, the oils that's inside your beard, inside your hair that you apply or that are already in the comb will make their way through the hair strand. Think of it like a little um like a little like a little bucket you know it's like a real small bucket and as you're moving through the comb is held in the bucket and it moves its way and touches something else and picks back up and drops it off again it's just this whole process of the oil is making its way all the way through your hair because my hair is very dense so the natural oils from my scalp don't make it to the end of my hair one because my right. hair goes up but it doesn't go down so that's one thing and then two it's just it's just too dense. It's just too dense. So using the comb that has pores in it or has wood infused in it allows the oil to go from the scalp to the end of the hair to assist with your hair health. So yes. they don't. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Well, no. So plastic is trash and wood is great. <laughs> so so not only do you have the the wooden combs, but then you've infused them with the oils to even add that basically take it to a whole nother level. Uh, if people choose to have that option. Yeah. So, um, I, I realized guys were like super trash when it comes to body care and self care. Cause I looked in the middle and was like, you know what? I'm just trash at this. I'm just not really like, that is true. That we, we, we can be, we don't really get to that point of like self care until like a woman tells us something. Um, and right. it was always, that was the case with this business. That was the case. Even before, like my lips were chapped one day for some reason. I can't remember what I was doing. Like, and friend of mine was like, "Oh yeah, just take some uh, uh, brown sugar and some olive oil, and then just like rubbing your lips." It was fantastic. So that was like, I huh. can't, 
a year or two years before actually doing the body scrubs, but it was just like, oh, okay. That was like, women are fantastic. Right. So when it came down, came down to the combs, the first one I had was a beard comb. Um, and I infused with oils because I was like, look, I'm not all my beard when I leave out. I'm not taking care of it. So I'm going to do this to it and see how it works out. And it was fantastic. And I was like, this is great. So I let my friends try. They were like, oh, this is great. And then I just need a couple. This is great. Before I'm like, you know what? This is great. This is fantastic. I can do this. Right. Um, yeah, because like, you just don't take care of yourself. So when it comes down to just the oil-infused combs in general, the whole purpose is there's oil in the comb. The wood is conditioned. So as you're using it in your hair, that oil is transferring to your hair, to your scalp, to assist with detangling, making detangling faster, to assist with you know, adding nutrients back into your hair. It's just, and yeah, it's just a, it's just an all-in-one, you know? You can't really mess up. And when, and when that happens, it, it allows, would you say that it allows your hair to, to grow more healthy and grow faster? It promotes it. It promotes it. It all comes okay. down to the way, like your diet, uh, what you do, genetics, of course, if you drink enough water, um, because you can't, and one thing people do is they'll apply like hair growth products and stuff and then still eat like trash. And then, right. oh, well, such and such as hair grows and they eat like I do, but you aren't such and such. Like you aren't that person. So you need to do you. And that's one of the things a lot of people compare themselves like, oh, well, her hair is growing really long and she's using this, but my hair isn't and I'm using the same thing. Because y'all not the same. You two aren't the same. Right. You aren't right. the same people. Like genetically, you aren't the same people. Unless you're twins, and then something's up. And when it comes down to just hair growth in general, if you're using the products or any product in general, and you're noticing that there is growth, then that means that's working out for you. But if you notice there isn't growth, then it means you. My thing, because it takes. I would I would use a product for two months before saying, "Oh, this isn't working." Because people will use right. something for like hair growth and they'll have it in for maybe like a week and say, oh, my right. hair didn't grow, you know? And it's like... You didn't give enough time. There was, you yeah, there was you no time. Like, you didn't nurture it. It was a week. Like what? What? You had a week and you're, you're expecting your hair to grow in one week. It's ridiculous. Um, right. So you got to give it that time because your body has to flush out all the old toxins and chemicals and stuff like that in order for your for the new stuff to start taking hold, you know? Yeah. I'm excited. I have my quarterly bottle of Sip and Share Wines uh, by my by the creator of Ship and Share Wines, Nicole Kearney. It's in it's on its way. It's in the mail. So if you are not getting your bottles right now, Sip and Share Wines, that's because you're not part of the wine club. Go to SipandShareWines.com right now. Sign up to be a part of the wine club. Be a part of the movement of what we're doing here. I believe it is the best black owned wine on the market. This is the time for you to be a part of this. Go ahead. Go ahead and head over to the website right now. And let's get back to the show. I don't, it's, it's, it's interesting. But when it does come down to it, these combs do do a great job of promoting hair growth. Because as you're combing through your hair, you're removing out, you know, nasties. You're getting rid of the nasty stuff. You're introducing vitamins and minerals and just good stuff back into your hair, into your scalp. Because if you don't take care of your scalp, then the hair is not going to grow well. That's one thing. Exactly. People, 
There was one girl and she commented that she doesn't, she didn't comb down to her roots. She only took care of like just before she got to roots because the roots were really like it hurt or it was just really nappy. And I was like, man, your hair probably stinks, right? Because like, <laughs> if you aren't like, if you aren't taking care of like all of it, because people just all oh, want the look, you know, so they take care of just the ends and the ends. Look mm. like just think about it. Like, if you're, I saw a poster on the bus a couple years ago, and it, it's, it was talking, it was like a cigarette cancer poster. And it said, if your um, skin looked the way your lungs do, you would have been quit smoking, right? Yep. Nothing but fact. I love how brutal, like how brutal these smoking commercials are. They're just so great. It's just right, the truth, those truth commercials. Yeah, those truth. I love that stuff because I'm shady, yeah. and that stuff is just straight shady, and I love it. But it's factual shade, and that's the best kind of it. And it's like that's the way it is. People are only concerned with the external, not so much the internal, right? So that's why people end up getting like injections and stuff to get these nice bodies. Like you're putting silicone in your body. Okay, you know, like you're getting look on the outside, but your but your body's deteriorating on the inside. With like 200 likes on the gram. It's ridiculous. Right. A lot of people are focused on the fruits, but not necessarily paying attention to the roots. Exactly. I like the way you put that. I like that. Is this something I've noticed in investing and in business? Everybody just wants, wants it to look good, but no one really, not no one, obviously, you and I are talking about it, but very few people are actually looking at, well, what is the root cause? What is the root of this situation? Because if we can get to that, the, the the end result will be 10 times better than what you're, you're currently seeing. Yeah. Getting to the root of the problem is definitely difficult. It's a rough journey. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. There's no glitz and glamour to it. But if you take the time to understand, like you said, the root of the problem or fix from the inside out, the results are going to be phenomenal. You know, it's like trying to, it's like trying to patch up a hole in, in your house's foundation with like, you know, some putty on the inside, but you didn't take yeah. it to the outside. So you put the putty on the inside, that's going to hold it for maybe a little bit. But if you didn't take care of the other stuff, it's just going to leak in. You got to fix the whole problem, not just put a patch over it. Mm, mm, mm. It's just, it's a, it's a very beautiful concept. In, in many ways, I'm so, as I'm talking to you, it's almost like you, you own a science company. It's almost like you're doing scientific research <laughs> on uh, the, the black experience which in many ways is through our beauty because our dollars besides entertainment our dollars mainly go to, to beauty and oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like you're like a science science a market research and science company uh for the black experience i love marketing i love trying to figure out the way people think um big into trying to understand duality and like you said we spend a lot of money as a community on looks yeah, a lot of money on looks, and we are a good-looking community, but that stuff doesn't add up to anything. At the end of the day, like, I like, I have a closet full of suits that I haven't worn in years because my my moods shifted. You know, like I'm a bum. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bum. So it's, <laughs> it's whatever. I go out in some shorts and a t-shirt. Who cares? Like, yeah. And it's like we look good, we feel good, but our pockets ain't good. You know, and right. it's, 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 um, I don't know. It's, it's an asinine type of mentality in a sense where it's like, what are we spending all this money for to look great? But do you feel good? Like my whole thing is I want you to look good. I want you to feel good so that, you know, you can do anything you want. 
Like you can achieve anything you want when you look good and feel good. And a lot of us are spending money to look good, not looking good, trying to impress people, not impress anybody. But you don't even like yourself. You know, like it's like if you don't like who you are, then anybody can tell you anything and make you feel any type of way. Like it's impossible for someone to insult me. Right? Like I, I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't care. Like I don't care. Right. They all people say some of the wildest things to me, and I'm just like, okay, like I don't care. And right. It's like you're not going to say anything back. I don't. I don't care. I don't. Right. Don't why would your opinion matter? Yeah, like who are you? Like, who are right. you? What is this? Um, and, and that's one of the things. It's like when you believe, when you know who you are, and you're happy with the way you look and stuff, it's great. Like imagine if you woke up and you had a giant pimple in, in the middle of your forehead, right? And you hadn't had one in like years. That's going to ruin your whole day. Your whole day is going to be shot. You're about this. Right. pimple. Just you're just like God. Dang it. What is everybody's looking at it? And you're so everybody looking, asking questions. Yeah, you just oh my gosh, oh, so subconscious about it. And it's like when you when you aren't confident in yourself for whatever reason, it can cause a lot of issues. People can take advantage of you. People can finesse you so so well when you aren't confident in yourself. And it's like we yeah. spend a lot of money to look good, but we're trying to look good for people that don't even like themselves. It's like, what's the point? Mm. You know, like, what's the point? You want to look good, you want to feel good, but we want you to be good. Yeah, I don't, like, you to, I don't, I don't want people, like, I, I like having orders come in, but I would prefer someone to be like, hey, Mike, you know, I'm no longer going to buy your products because your your facial scrub, my acne's gone, and I don't need it anymore. I would love to hear that. My pockets won't, but I would love to hear it. You know? <laughs> like, I would love to hear it. Like, I, don't, I don't need your stuff anymore because I'm good now. You know, like, I'm good. And I, that would be fantastic. Right. Like, but, you know, all, all the stuff that I've been buying from you, um, I, I couldn't see it some, as something I wouldn't need anymore. Now, I will say it lasts quite some time. You know, uh, I've had the body wash for quite some time now. I've had the beard oil, and I still have another half to go before I got to re-up. So it's not like, you know, because sometimes people are, are selling things, and then literally you have to buy something uh, from them every single week or every single few weeks because it runs out so fast. It's but, a great finesse. It's a great finesse. Oh, yeah. But your supply is very uh, top shelf. Because once again, I've had the beer oil and a beard spray, and I'm still good. And it's been, it has to be almost a month and a half, two months uh, since I bought the product. Thank you. You know, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a, like, I don't want to finesse people out there. You know, I don't, people work hard for this stuff. Like, I think about things in the sense of how much time it takes for somebody to acquire the money for this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, thing. like, let's say with the minimum wage in the, the States is what? Like fifteen bucks, I think. It's like say fifteen bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So if the minimum wage is fifteen dollars, right? And you buy, I don't know, a body body product for me for fifteen bucks, and it lasts you like a couple of days. That means you spend an hour of your life. For a couple of days, <laughs> right? Not just because one of my. It's favorite, so sad. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. It's sad that people are doing it. It's so like because my uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is a movie called End Time with Justin Timberlake. Have you ever heard of it? Huh. I haven't seen that one. So I haven't just, even heard of it. So I'm a big uh I was I was a big NSYNC fan when I was a kid. And I'm still an NSYNC okay. fan now. Like I still okay still bump bye 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 all the time. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll let you have that one. So, that that was a good song. Man, it's, whew, that that whole album, No Strings Attached was pretty dope. That was, that was my thing. 
was the first CD I ever bought with my own money. I was like, wow. I can't. I don't know how old I was when it came out, but right. it was like thirteen dollars. So my mom worked at a record store, and I was like, I want this one. Right, right, right. I bumped it. I was like, this is it. Yeah, I don't want to be a fool for you. Nice, okay. <laughs> that was it. That was that was it. Um, so I've always been like an Insane fan, and uh, Justin Timberlake, you know, was also he's the lead singer. So mm -hmm. he came up with In Time, and it just happened he was the the lead actor in it. But the concept of that movie is what really attracted me to it. So when the previews, I see, this movie probably came out like maybe 10, 15 years ago. But mm -hmm. the concept was on the wrist of the, the people in this society was a clock, right? It was like a LED clock pretty much like on, in their skin. And that was their lifespan. Um, and in this society, you didn't trade money. You traded time for items, right? Hmm. So they didn't, there was no money. It was just time. But the time right. was your lifespan. So... If you wanted a cup of coffee, it'll cost you four minutes of your life. Wow. Four minutes of your life. And I, I found that phenomenal because if you break it down, that's how life is now. But we just think about it in with dollar signs. Yeah. We don't think about it in time. And I think about everything as how much time it took me to get it. So it's like in this movie, you know, him and his mom are paying for it. Oh, another thing, a major part about this is that um, they only age up until 25. Once they hit 25, their bodies, that's it. They don't age anymore past that. So they're 25 oh. for as long as they have time. So right. some people are 120 years old and look 25, right? Wow. There's no disease. The only way you can die in this world is you time out and if somebody kills you or like natural disaster, like if you drive your car off a cliff or something. But right. you know, there's no, you're not catching, you know, you're not catching any diseases. You know, if you get shot, then you're out of it. Um, right. And that was the thing. So I, I watch this movie and I've watched this movie probably once every year maybe um just because like this concept to me I found fascinating like four minutes of your life for a cup of coffee right they would work eight hour days to make let's say 16 hours or whatever maybe and then you spent eight of those hours at work so you only have eight hours left so then what are you going to do with these these remaining eight hours that are on your clock because you only have eight hours of life left well, you got to go to sleep for a little bit. So you sleep for maybe an hour or two hours and get back up and go back to work again to always be in this rat race of staying alive. And you can't get out of it, right? Because it was like, it was also a, uh, what is it? It's like a poor society and a very rich society. But the poor just kept getting poor. You know, like yeah. the prices and the, the taxes went up every day, right? It went higher and higher every single day. So you had to it work. It started to sound very familiar. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it's like, it's definitely, it's, it's one of those philosophical movies. It's a very underrated philosophical movie. Um, probably not the greatest storyline, or I think a great storyline, probably not the greatest acting and everything in it, but right, it's a very philosophical movie. And when I went to school, that was one of the main things I focused on was philosophy. So that stuff, yeah. you're spending, you're wasting your, your, your life for things that don't matter, you know? It really makes you think about it. Like, do I really need, you know, this pair of socks? Do I need this pair of socks? Do I need to spend this $5 for this pair of socks if I only make right. $10 an hour? Like, do I really need that? No. Sure. But I don't know. I digress. That's just so watch that movie, In Time, Justin Timberlake. It's a great movie. I definitely will. I, I, I consider myself to be a pretty big movie buff, but you, you've already named two movies that I haven't seen already. So I, I need to go. Uh, maybe uh, dust up a little bit on my, my movie watching. 
Um, I'm not gonna hold it against you. You know, it's not gonna hold it against you. There's a lot of money. I appreciate it. So it's cool. You know, we, we're here. We're here. I appreciate it. what. Uh, for those who are big Marvel uh, fans, just a side note: what what has been your favorite Marvel movie in the last few years? Oh man, favorite Marvel movie in the last couple of years? Um, or all time? Maybe there's a movie that from you know older times. I don't know. For, for those listening, I know people love it. I, I wouldn't know either way. Honestly, it's pretty difficult for me. Um, okay. Because I watch every every movie or anything I see as its own thing. Like I, I try not to compare it to anything else because huh. it, it's own thing. Right. right. It's, it's own entity. Um, right. Like the Blade movies, like Blade was a Marvel superhero that nobody really didn't know about. Well, I'm sure people that are really into Marvel comics knew that, but as a kid, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, they didn't really brand it that way. They yeah. kind of branded it separate from it being a Marvel-type movie. But yeah, and that was definitely before uh, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of got into play. Where it's exactly. Like, it's this big thing. That was way, way, way before. Um, but no, nah, like, I look at everything as just its own, it's its own thing. Because like, okay. it is. Like, everything's its own thing. So every movie good or bad, has its own benefits. Because I look at things in a philosophical way when it comes to movies and stuff. Like, what is this trying to tell me? So one of the movies that people said was pretty trash, it was a pretty trash movie, was um, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay. Pretty trash movie, but it told the entire origin story of Wolverine. So right. in there, you learn more about this character, the character development, the depth of the character and stuff like that you wouldn't see in the comics. Um, so there's things in there that I can appreciate. And some things are like that's kind of kind of that's kind of stupid, but I appreciate these things. And for me, I always try to let the good outweigh the bad, because it's easy for the bad to outweigh the good. But can you look at see the good and what really came from this? I think uh, some of my favorite philosophical movies have been a movie like Memento. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Never heard of it. it. Well, the whole movie is told backwards. Uh, it's 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 beautiful. I mean, when I first saw this movie, I said, "What the heck is this?" Uh, I saw it maybe when I was fifteen, sixteen years old. Momento, and uh, I don't even remember who's in it. It's just every time I see, I'm just fascinated that literally the whole movie is from the end to the beginning, and you're 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 watching it trying to figure out how did he end up where he was, which was the start of the movie, right? And we find that out at the end of the movie, which is the the beginning. So That's and then cool. it makes you wonder, well, was the beginning really the end or was the end really the beginning? Uh, I know that sounds all weird now, but if you that get a chance true. to watch the movie, it'll, it'll all make sense. That, uh, okay, that, that sounds pretty dope. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, Inception. Inception uh, is a beautiful movie. A beautiful movie. I'm still, oh, help me understand. So the, the end of the movie, this is the one with the spinning top, right? Right, yep. Help I'm still a little lost. What, what does all that mean at the end, at least to you? What? How did you interpret the spinning top and and um, you know the the dream worlds? What did all that mean to you? So with the spinning top, um, what was interesting about that is like when you spun the top, if it if it didn't wobble, right, or if it wobbled, yeah. you're still in the dream world. If it didn't wobble, it means you weren't in the dream world. Right, right, right. So when I watched it, well. My friends, it I don't think it didn't wobble, but then other people right. think it did wobble. So I, just, <laughs> I, never, crazy. I never looked it up, but 
I'm under the impression they just released two movies, um, the same movie, but at the end, at one it, it wobbled and the other one it didn't. The exact same movie, everything was the same except for that at the end. So depending on Wait, what movie it. theater you went to or which movie you picked up, it has a different, uh, a slightly different ending. Yeah, that, so that's how I would do it um, to create because yeah. everybody, this is a key part at the end of was it a dream, was it not a dream? So if you show, let's just say you show fifty of the movies and every. Every state has one, you know, version of it. Twenty-five states saw it differently. You know, I can see that. That makes sense. And that causes like a big conversation, like the whole dress. The is it blue or is it gold or whatever it is. Right, right, right. Conversation because the thing is, depending on your color settings on your computer, it's a different color. Like it's a different color. Um, But with the whole dream world thing, it just shows that your subconscious mind is extremely, extremely powerful. It's in control because. I've gone to sleep and woken up with an amazing idea or I've gone to sleep trying to figure out an idea, woke up and was like, this is the answer to this idea because my mind yep. on a higher level than it could. Cause I was asleep. Like your subconscious mind is powerful compared to your conscious mind. So it's like, when you keep telling yourself something like, Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. You're constantly telling yourself that. So then your subconscious mind starts to believe that. And that's what's called. That's causes a lot of issues. Cause now everything is a, Oh, I can't do that. And your body and your mind is saying, oh, I can't do this. Like, I have the power to will my body to do whatever the hell I want it to do. Like, if I want right. my body to do this, I can do this. Like, if you say we're going to go run a marathon in a week, and I'm like, all right, I guess. And that's what I'm going to do. In a week, I'm going to run a marathon. Like, it's, it's, I'm going to finish a marathon in a week. Probably won't be the first. Right. Definitely won't be the first. But I'm going to run the whole freaking marathon. Because I told myself this is what I'm going to do. And right. my body says, okay, this is what we're doing. Um, like, your subconscious mind is powerful. So throughout the entire movie... It's just showing you people that have complete control over their conscious and subconscious mind and how they're able to go into other people's subconscious mind and just just wreck them. Just do whatever they want. Just wreck them because they control your mind. They can make you do whatever they want because they just have to plant the idea. Mm. Just plant the idea. like So deep. That's just part one. All we did here was plant a seed. You got to tune back in tomorrow for the rest of this conversation with Michael Nightwing of Netter Gold, which I believe is one of the best black owned businesses on the market. Head over to nettergold.com right now and check out the products. Go ahead and order everything that you need to order and come back tomorrow for the continuation of this conversation. Thank you, as always, for listening to Black Equity Podcast, and I'll be talking to you soon.